0: Everybody, welcome to Mogul Talk with Darcel Lari, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. It's your girl, your host, Darcel, where every week I'll be bringing you a Mogul Minute of inspiration, new topics, and surprise guests. Stay tuned. It's time for your Mogul Minute of inspiration. Can I get a drum roll, please? Today's Mogul Minute of Inspiration is, what if God didn't want to meet your expectations? What if he wanted to exceed them? See, me being a spiritual girl, a lot of times I have these expectations not only on myself, but I have these expectations on God. And I'm saying, God, I need you to do this for me, that for me, and the other, right? But what if my expectations are too low? What if your expectations are too low? What if the reason why you're actually missing the mark all the time or getting frustrated is because God has something amazing for you and you keep aiming too low? What if he actually wants to exceed them? We have to learn to surrender our will and stop being uh, selfish with our needs, but actually being open to say, God, use me and do in my life the way you see fit. See, the reason why... You know, I have been able to um, achieve certain different successes in my life is because I was able to surrender. The moment I stopped saying to myself, God, you know, I want this, this and that and the other and start saying, God, what do you want for me? What is the best situation that you have for me? What is the best relationship that you have for me? That's when I actually start to see some fulfillment happen in my life because God exceeds it every single time. And that's when I'm so grateful that God just takes over and I truly didn't get what I wanted, but I actually got more than I could ever ask for. So I want you to really think about that and think about what if God actually wants to exceed your expectations? Are you aiming too low? Start thinking about that, guys. And that was your Mogul Minute of Inspiration hey everyone welcome to mogul talk with darcel laurie today we're talking about dating and i am here with two of my friends who i love to death or love to life i should say Carrie Ann and Larissa and they are just bomb okay these ladies are amazing and we're going to talk about three different perspectives a married perspective a single perspective and a seriously dating perspective so you can get all the tea y'all all All right so I'm going to let you uh, let them introduce themselves so first up I'm going to let it be Larissa
1: so hey girl. Hey, what's going on? I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, hey guys, my name's Larissa Lee. Um, I have my own health coaching practice where I help women eat healthier, and transition through a plant-based diet so that they can not only lose weight, but just really live holistically healthy overall. Um, The main thing I preach though, and I hate to say preach, but the main thing I like to teach is that it's not just about physical health, but definitely spiritual health as well as mental health as a whole. Um, I've also recently jumped on board with my hubby uh, with his real estate investing company and he's smashing that out of the park. So I had to put my my energy towards that. So by now, you probably know I'll have the married perspective. Um, So, yeah, <laughs>
0: of course. Of course. Thank you, Larissa, for that.
2: And now Carrie
0: Ann, my girl.
2: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Thank you for having me, Darcelle. Um, This is Carrie Ann and I am the uh, life coach. For self-growth coaching, uh, I par- uh, focus more on the well-being of a person's overall life. So, I want to help people uh, empower them with tools to make different life decisions. Um, just finding overall wellness throughout your your whole entire life, and to me, wellness is just a balance. And the balance doesn't have to be 50-50 in one, you know, 50% in one area and 50 in the other. It could be whatever it is for you and just for you to be able to understand what makes you happy and grow and being able to accomplish what you need to accomplish in life for you to find your joy and peace. So today I will be talking about the single perspective of this topic because I have been single for quite some time, which I'm happy with and okay with and content, Um And we'll just, you know, see how this goes
0: Yes And didn't I tell you guys that both of them Are
2: bomb, okay
0: And they both are doing amazing things So that's why I definitely wanted to bring them on Today and to talk about Some of all of our favorite topics Which is relationships invading. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and dating <up, right? laughs> keeping it real. Right. <laughs> and what the struggles are, what the successes are, what are those struggle moments and what are those uh joyful moments? First off, and I, whichever one of you ladies want to take it, I want to talk about first, where do you find a quality man? and how do you date or what do you, what are your expectations when you do
2: choose to date hmm. Hmm. good question So first off, I'm going to say if I knew that question, I probably the answer to that question, I probably (laughs) would be in a relationship. But however, I have tried uh, online dating. That didn't work for me. And that could just be based on my personality. But um, I also have other friends that are still single and they love it, but still haven't found the right person on online dating. But there's some that has. Um, but you just have to know what you're looking for. to so find a quality person. It may not be the location. It's more unless like your energy and, uh, you know, I guess I don't want to say checklist, but we all have a checklist that we like, you know, check off the box, but it's all about uh, pretty much your energy. So I feel like you may be able to find a quality guy anywhere. You can find him at the grocery store if you have that energy that attracts them.
0: I completely agree with that perspective. I'm Darcelle, so I'm having the seriously dating perspective. But I did try the online dating, and that was horrific for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it was interesting. I met some amazing people. I've even dated some people. But none of the those specific relationships turned out to be anything but everyone else has a different perspective you know and so i always say to make yourself available when you are trying to date mm-hmm. and you like to your point carry Ann, you can find them anywhere mm-hmm. right yeah. and i truly believe that um it is the the energy that you put out. It's being confident. It's um, loving yourself so that a man can see that and be like, ooh, I want that woman, not only because she's beautiful, but because she's confident and she walks a certain way. She carries herself a certain way. And then I would say, you know, places that I like to go is places that, you know, interest me. So whether it's the library, whether it's networking events, I have a personal testimony from that, but um, where I found, you know, my significant other was from a networking event, but, you know, that can be a little sticky too, ladies, because you don't want to mix always business right. and pleasure either. So That's true. that can be mm-hmm. sticky too. But I would say definitely a man who is for you and is meant for you, he will be drawn to your energy, your positivity. And I believe in also, I did create a checklist, maybe several checklists throughout my lifetime. <laughs> but uh, I would say that my checklist recently before I met my significant other, you know, it was more about... Less about the physical, and he is fine. So, but get that right, hey, let get that, that right, though. Let me go on record for saying that. <laughs> but it was less about the physical, it was more about the spiritual and the emotional uh, availability that I needed in a man. And that's what, you know, I ended up, you know praying over that list and, and that's what I drew towards me because when I had that list where you know he need to be six foot he need to have brown eyes or he needed to be this or that or make this amount of money I think that's when we start to limit ourselves and put ourselves in a box and then, you know, your Prince Charming or the man that is for you could be right next to you. But because he's not the physical appearance that you may want, I'm not saying that he has to be a frog. OK, but we're saying, you know, it just may not be in the specific package that you're asking for or seeking And you could be missing out on him. So I would say for me, my checklist ended up being more spiritual, emotional, you know, and him being emotionally available for me. And that's really what I wanted overall. So my checklist has changed over the years.
1: So Larissa. Yeah, um, I think like you all said, you know, you can meet that special someone anywhere. Uh, Personally, for me, I did do online dating and that's how I did meet my husband. Um, he was the first person I ever met online and the only person I've ever dated. And, you know, I was blessed to have that experience. Um, and I know you guys talked about a list and I want to take it a step further and say, yeah, women, we do need to have that list. So we know what we're looking for it, you know, and, and, and it doesn't have to be physical, right? It's so much deeper than that. But going a step further, like for the person that's on that list, are you who they're gonna be looking for that's good, that's good. so you need to make sure that whoever that is on your list you're that woman that matches that list because a lot of times you want these things and we we ain't even ready for for what we think that we want preach <laughs> <laughs> so I know like during my time when I was like ready what well, I thought I was ready you know <laughs> Or I don't that think man, I <laughs> have, <carry laughs> in. think that's where I'm at, but not really sure. <laughs> you know, I, I focus on working on myself, and when I, when I shifted that working on myself, is when the person that was meant for me showed up. So, just making sure that you're that woman as well and able to be that person's equal who's on that list, I think, is really important.
0: I'm- I think that, well, one, we all are saying preach, girl. <laughs> some of us just got checked. <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's what we're here for because we're here to be transparent. We're here to be honest. And we're here to have some girl talk and some mogul talk, right? So to your point, Larissa, you said um, you have to be that person that you're asking for, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how what does working on yourself actually look like? Cause I think some people may say, "Well, you know, I have a job. I have, you know, some things together. And yeah. So what? (laughs) So what? what? If you don't have a job,
1: I mean, come
0: on, guys. You know, but some people won't be like that. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I pay my
1: own bills. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're an adult. Exactly. You're an adult. So what what is what is next after that so what does working on yourself look like
1: you know i think we all have a similar take on this without Mm -hmm. you know you guys even saying anything (laughs) but at the end of the day like those physical things are great like you have a job like you're paying your own bills cool but that's actually what you're supposed to do so i wouldn't say that's anything like Spectacular, you know. So, um, what I think working on <laughs> oneself <it> is—that's
2: <laughs> not spectacular. That's what you do yeah, on a regular basis. Right. So let's talk about the other side of it. <laughs> for, <laughs> like, yes. for real, like, for you, real,
1: like you—you really need to start to know yourself, and and people do this in different ways, and that's through you need to read. And if you're not reading, listening to audiobooks, right? Um, meditation is a really big one for me, or somebody might say prayer. Um, that quiet time that you have to yourself is a time for you to reflect, um, process, um, go through things or, or reactions that you've had throughout the day, and and maybe you haven't responded in a certain you've responded in a certain way that wasn't the highest way of serving yourself. So um, I'd pretty much say like meditation and prayer. Being realistic with yourself, being real with yourself and understanding that, you know, it's time to grow up (laughs) and be grown, grown and being grown, grown isn't just paying bills and like taking care of the house. It's like taking responsibility for your own actions and your own responses to those actions as well. So. (laughs) Here you <laughs> I was just thinking, what can I add to that? So I think the only thing that I would add
2: to that um, is actually like when it comes to knowing yourself and then we're not talking about like knowing you know, uh, who you are as a person as far as like, okay, I'm a mother or I'm a teacher or I'm a, you know, a writer or, yeah, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like really getting to know yourself, being connected with your true self, who you are deep inside, where you find happiness within you and not needing to find it within another person. Because, you know, I know we all heard that saying is you can't love somebody until you love yourself. Because And that's true because, I mean, how do you know what love is or how to love somebody else if you can't sit back and love yourself? (laughs) So knowing yourself is meaning to being able to understand what makes you happy, how it makes you happy, um, what brings you joy, what brings you sadness, what, you know, what discomfort or anything like that and just being able to have a conversation and talk about it because mm-hmm. you know as some I mean I, I've seen some people that's and that's I've that's been that's in that's some that's relationships where you know people don't talk and they don't mm-hmm. talk because they don't know how to mm-hmm. because they don't know themselves enough to know how to mm-hmm. to, to explain <laughs> that or you know what I mean. <laughs> so <laughs> for, I'm, for, seriously though like yeah because yeah. you just don't know how to have that that you don't know how to be true to yourself. So you tend to bite your tongue or not, you know what I mean? Just because you're not confident within who you are to stand your own ground when it comes to being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I would definitely add to it um, is just loving yourself and just being there for yourself. You know, yes, somebody can be there for you, but if you ultimately know how to be there for yourself, you won't rely on that person because when you do rely on a person, you're putting expectations on somebody else and the only thing that they can do is disappoint you because it's your expectations not something that they may be able to live up to and that's unfair to them
0: mm-hmm. no absolutely if i can snap both of my fingers i would i don't know i only know how to snap with one finger i'll <laughs> well, we'll help you out here you <laughs> go here you go that was so good. Um, it got deep really quick, y'all. Like, it got really, Sorry. really quick. Yo, was, <laughs> well, that's, that's what you get for having no, coaches, no, that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the awesome part. That's the best part um, because we're dropping so many gems already. What I wanted to add to that was, um, and you guys talked about knowing yourself, and that is so, so important, and before I met my significant other now, I spent that time, like uh, Larissa said, um, just whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer, um, and then also to Carrie Ann's point, getting to know myself, also being true to myself and uh being honest with you know what are my shortcomings? Mm. What are the things that I'm not oh, good gosh. at?
3: Yeah. What are the things
0: that you know may irk somebody? Like obviously, mm-hmm. if several yeah, people man. have the same problem in a relationship with me, that means that I'm the common denominator. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yes, Yes. and we often don't want to blame, and it's not necessarily a blame game, but we often want to blame other people Mm -hmm. for why a relationship didn't go right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, other people do have faults, and other people do have situations that Um, you know, may have not been to your favor, to your liking, um, that they added to the relationship, but there are things that you added to the relationship that may have not been, um, you know, great. And so I had to really check myself, you know, me and Jesus had to have a talk, a one-on-one talk and say, okay, these are the things that I struggle with. How do I fix them? You know, and how do I, you know, talk to other people like, hey, you know, do you struggle with this in your relationship or do you struggle with this within yourself and have these conversations like we're having right now and, and be able to look to your peers, to your girlfriends, to colleagues who who you trust um, to give you wisdom so that way they can encourage you and help you um, to and give you some tips on how to get better. Right. Another thing about being single or owning your singleness Um, during that part where you're not with a significant other or not married um, is dating yourself. That's one of the best advice uh, I can say that my mom has given me over the years is Darcelle if you want flowers buy yourself flowers Darcelle if you want balloons buy yourself balloons if you want to go to the movies you don't have to necessarily wait for a guy to go to the movies with go to the movies if you want to you know sit outside and have a glass of wine on a nice day you don't necessarily need to go on a date to do that you can do that with yourself or with your girlfriends but It's so important to date yourself because if you don't like being with you, who else is going to like being with you? So it's important to um, truly make sure that you also date yourself, um, get to know yourself and, you know, trust yourself as well as um, grow and and not just stay the same. I love Larissa's point of adulting. Adulting is what we're supposed to do as we get older, but there's so much more work that needs to be done within. So making sure that you actually do that work
2: um before we move on can i add one thing sure so something that you said when you uh you mentioned like we have to take responsibility so it may it brought up a thought in my mind of playing the victim like we always you know when we're in a relationship we play the victim and make the other person a villain Mm -hmm. when in all actuality there is no victim or villain in a situation because it's a Mm co-creation environment like Mm -hmm. you add You brought something to the table that caused it and, you know, them to react that way or Mm -hmm. they reacted from you. So it's like you both both your energy created Mm. that fireball, if that's how the relationship turned out to be or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. But it's co-created between the both both people. And we, you know, but as women, we love to play that victim role. I know I've done it in my past. Like, I'd be like, he did. I can't believe he did. And then, like, as I, you know, got more mature and and grew up and started to self-reflect, because that was something that I've always done since I was a young like a teenager in between relationships i would take some time to and i don't even know where i learned that from but i always took some time to self-reflect and all my friends used to be like it take you forever to get back into a relationship what's wrong with you and i'm like i need to figure out what went wrong in that relationship you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna slow it down just take some time for me and then i would self-reflect before getting into something deep or serious um not saying I didn't you know talk to randoms in between or whatever but this is before I started fo- following <laughs> Sorry, no. this is, right this is before I started following Christ but you know um so let talk to some randoms I'm keeping it 100 so yeah, talk to yeah. randoms Rand- in between we, we randoms. right <laughs> um But it was nothing. I never did get into anything seriously because I wanted to self-reflect on what was my role in the demise of that relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we both played a part. I'm not going to sit here and play the victim and said he did this when I definitely had a part in, in doing that. So I wanted to just add that before we moved on to
1: the next that stuck out to me too like um like what you said you want to create awareness around your role that you played and then asking the question like how did i play the role it's about asking different questions Mm -hmm. instead of saying what what did he do oh he did this go to your girlfriends oh he did this he did that no what did you do like right and as soon as you ask the question Mm -hmm. you you'll you'll find the answer Mm -hmm. which brings more awareness to how you're sabotaging yourself the whole time so yeah that's awesome I think
0: self-awareness is underrated. Oh my and gosh, I think yes. so many people um, avoid that, mm-hmm. uh, maybe because it's painful. It's uncomfortable. No, it's Nobody uncomfortable. likes being uncomfortable. Yeah, like, um, you know,
2: as, as one thing in adults, I say we got to learn to be able to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, because it happens. And you know, that's somewhere, that's sometimes the best place to do but your most growth is in that uncomfortable moment. Mm-hmm. So. And know that
0: you're not meant to be perfect.
2: Right. right, yeah. And so
0: it's okay to say, I'm not perfect, I messed up, and how do I move on, and how do I grow from there? Right. And, One of the things that I love that you uh, spoke about is taking that time. I think sometimes because we're so desperate um, for love and attention that we jump from relationship to relationship. Mm -hmm. And so taking that time is important. Well, one of the things that you talked about that I really want to bring up, and this is like a controversial, a little bit Uh topic Uh
3: when it comes
0: to dating. But when you talked about... I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) But what is your take on when you're single... Um, multi dating. Um, some people are for it. Some people are against it. What is your take on multi dating? So, prior to getting married, Larissa, were you multi dating, or were you just kind of like a one? If I meet one person, I just date them. Or, like, what's your take on multi dating?
1: Well, the disclaimer that Carrie and put out: BC before <laughs> so we No, just <crying>. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It was dirt. laughs> um you know i never went out into the world like saying hey i'm gonna like be a multi-dater you know what i'm like i'm just gonna date multiple guys at one time you know what i mean i think it just ends up happening you know and it's not necessarily like all right i'm dating these two guys at the same time But it's more like, all right, one relationship is kind of like fizzling out and then you still want to hold on to it. But then you meet a new person and then kind of intermingles in between. So, I mean, at this age in my life, I feel like I don't really have the energy for all that because it's just like your your energy is everything and you're giving people your energy. And then sometimes it's like. You're not completely honest, so you have to remember, like, the stories you told. You know what I mean? And it's just like, why are you looking Sorry, like I'm that? giving her a side eye
2: right <laughs> now. So, <laughs> so it's like. you talk about being at this stage Janae,
1: right now, but well, I'm
2: going to tell you my side when you finish. I'm oh, gonna, you guys, okay, that's why you're looking at me like that. Yeah.
1: So, you know, when I, and I'm just going to say, when I met my husband, Doug, I was like, you know, I really don't, like, if this isn't going anywhere, like, on the first date, like, I'm dating to be married, you know, and, you know, if that person isn't you, that's cool, you know, because I'm not really attached to you right now. That's why I'm bringing it up to begin with. But if you're not, if you're not like on that same page, then there's really no point for us to continue moving forward because I just knew energetically, like, I don't really want to waste my time. Like, this is what I want. Um, let's figure out, see what we're going. But if that's not your intention, you know, that's OK. That's OK. So. I, again, when I met him, I was in a place where I didn't want to be dating multiple people. But I mean, I've done it. And I mean, like when you're when you're when you're learning yourself and learning what you like with men, I don't think it's necessarily wrong. Now, you don't need to be sleeping with everybody. Yeah. But dates are just dates, you know. So
2: that's what I was I was going to okay. ask the question like, how okay. far are we talking about in this dating? Thing? Right. Like, <laughs>
1: We're just talking about going
2: out and hanging out and stuff like that. If we're doing that, I don't see anything wrong with the multiple dating because. It's not, you're in the exploration stage. Mm-hmm. So like you said, you know, mm-hmm. you get to the point of if I want to kick it with you a little bit further into everything or whatever, then, you know what I mean? Like, okay, then I might cut off, you know, John and Joe and keep, I don't know, Jacket. Jack over here. <laughs> they keep Jack or whichever. You know what I mean? You decided it's Jack and Jason. Right, whatever. exactly. Or but- yeah, or <laughs> The point here. anyway so I feel like you can't I mean for me and I'm not gonna say you can't because everybody's different for me I've always been uh very hard to open up because this is a, a conversation that me and my best friend have all the time like mm-hmm. she used to be like yeah I know what I you know after being with somebody for a year I know that's who I want to be with for the rest of my life for me it takes a heck of a lot longer than a year for me to be like all right you're it and I, I don't know what it is about me but it really does take me a lot longer to, and I guess it's because I'm I'm a little more reserved and cut you know I don't want to say closed off but that's the best way I can I can look at it or whatever but I've always been like that where it takes me a while to get to that point of like really loving somebody or caring about, I mean I care about them but to be like love and know that this person and it may just be because I haven't found the right one yet. But I haven't, you know, felt like, okay, after for six months, this is what it, you know, so I feel like when you're just like, you know, out there dating, um, and to me, dating is just having a good time hanging out, um, going out to dinner, you know, and I say date outside the house, don't bring it to the house. You know, that's just a a recipe for disaster. So date outside the house. That means, yes, you sent the wrong message. So that Mm -hmm. means, you know, going out to eat. You can go for a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Sit, uh, you know, um, I mean, anywhere and just have a conversation and getting to know each other. That's what dating is for what I think dating is. And at that point, you can do, because you will find out who, what you like. And the only way for you to find that out is to you know, explore. Um, Once again, that word explore could be taken the wrong (laughs) way. So So let me just clarify the exploring. The exploring is to like understand what you like. So you got to figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what characters he has that you can work with that you can't work with because everybody's going to have some flaws. So there's a movie I was just watching the other day and it was talking about... um. You, love, you may love somebody, but you like them despise this. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, we can love somebody, but despise their fault, we still like them or we still love them because despise their fault. So we're going to have all these qualities about this person that we would love and like, but you also have to ask your question yourself uh, their flaws that they have. Do you still love or like them despite that? Because that's something that you're going to marry for the rest of your life. So I feel like dating more people more than one person is fine for a while but once you start getting serious it's time to cut somebody you know Mm -hmm. cut everybody off and be serious with that one person Mm -hmm. um that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. go ahead ladies
1: (laughs) (laughs) now Um, what's yours
0: i fully co-signed to the, uh, the multi-dating um multi-dating does have not Sam mean a little at that yes <laughs> <laughs> multi-dating does not mean having sex with people it means actually going out the old-fashioned way where he picks you up in the car or corning. i mean yes, most of y'all corning, might not want courting i like means.
2: is a bit more serious though yes. and you're yeah, not true. Around. well yeah i guess yeah. you're right maybe yeah,
0: okay. dating courting, Yeah. Or <laughs> you
1: know, use
0: the word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where he either picks him. you up on a date, ladies, or you meet him at the location. If you're not yet comfortable with him picking you up for a date. Um I I love going on dates. To be honest, I love.
1: So hey, what, I, I ask you, if you're going to do multiple dating,
2: keep it 100 with everybody.
1: Back no, no, that oh. wasn't my question. Oh, okay. My question is, are you going to be going half on the dates?
0: That's a good... I was actually going to get to Are you that. Right? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about who pays. Okay. <laughs> but before that... Your go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, I love... See, I'm like a princess girl a little bit where I love dressing up for dates. Like I love going on dates and picking out an outfit and like the nervousness and the butterflies to where you're like... Ooh, what are we gonna talk about? Do I, am I gonna Count like him? Out. I like all
2: those feels, too much anxiety. You know. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Count me out. Count me out. I'm out. I, I the flag. That. I'm done.
0: <laughs> I like going on dates, but what I will say is, when you do find someone that um, you do have to go on multiple dates if you want to, if you're not interested specifically in any of those guys, you know, as of yet. So you're mm-hmm. dating to find. The one that's for you. And mm-hmm. if you do find the one that's for you, I or the one that you're interested in, I wouldn't waste especially if he's showing all, putting all his effort into you and you're really interested. I wouldn't continue to multidate, though, because mm-hmm. like then that's that can get messy, number mm-hmm. one. And you can actually miss out on the guy that you really like because he finds out like oh, you know, you're dating, I'm putting all this effort into you and you're dating five other guys, you know, or going out on dates. Um, So I think once you find someone that you genuinely like and he genuinely likes you, that's when the multi-dating should stop, at least in my opinion. So that way you guys can actually, you know, take that time to get to know one another. I know prior to, um, you know, my significant other now, You know, I was dating several guys, but then I was like, you know what? I'm so over dating because that can get exhausting, too, um, depending on the dates, because I have some stories. We won't have enough time for that, (laughs) but I have some interesting stories, and literally, I was like, God, you won't have to pick them because I have no idea what's happening out here in this (laughs) dating world. Oh,
2: gosh. (laughs) man.
0: So... It just so happened that, you know, going to a networking event and being able to meet each other and have similar interests, it worked out, but it can be exhausting for sure. But I'm open to it because I know um, sometimes it's really just putting yourself out there. And I think a lot of the times um, women are scared to put themselves out there um, because of all the feels that may come along with it. And sometimes I think even with the dating, just learning how to have a good time. You know, like, don't, you know, put, um, is he the one on the very first date, you know? Actually just enjoy the date and analyze the date after. But don't say, okay, what are our babies going to look like? You know, this is what our (laughs) wedding colors are going to be after the first date. Like, actually just date the person and say, oh, that was a good date. And then see if he's consistent. See, you know, um, if he puts the effort in. And I agree with um, Carrie Ann when you said, make sure he takes you out. Dating is not Netflix and Mm chilling, all right? That's, again, to Larissa's point, sends the wrong message. Mm -hmm. And if that's not what you want... You know, then that's not what you should put out there, and then expect a guy to be like, "Oh, you didn't want sex." You know, if you want to actually find someone to marry, if you're intentionally dating, or if you're just trying to find someone to be in a serious relationship with, you have to be serious about dating and about how he <clears throat> treats you, and set those standards. So, actually, go out to date. And dating doesn't have to cost money, y'all. Like you were saying, Ann you can go out for a walk in the park. Make sure it's daylight, not a dark park. You know. <laughs> 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 Nothing happening Not to you does. guys out there. <laughs> but, you know, and, you know, walking downtown or, you know, seeing the sights or something like that, you know, you can do that.
2: Well, I mean, if you go to the park on Spruce Street, uh, Spruce and uh, Spruce Spring Street Harbor. Spring, yeah, yeah, that's that's a park that you can chill in at night because there's a whole bunch of people. Make sure it's something that's, like, well, uh, in Philly. In Philly. Well yeah, that's if you live in Philly. My bad. But I'm just saying, like I was using that as an example because mm-hmm. I'm saying make sure it's a part if you're going to do a walk through that's a park well or whatever, lit. it's well lit and there's a whole bunch of people. Like if it's one of those parks that and um that like have entertainments that's going on mm-hmm. at that time, you can use that as like a, a, a quiet, cheap date night. Like mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be. It could be kinda like, you know, even going down to the Baltimore Harbors, just walking through the harbor you know, walking down the harbor or whatever. That's there's mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. Y'all just Go to the harbor, walk around. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Something like that can be done that's very Mm -hmm. cheap, inexpensive, and you can have a great time. Just, you know. So. So, Coming from somebody that doesn't date, though. This is kind of weird. (laughs) That's (laughs) coming from Carrie. The single one that doesn't date. Don't like dating. she has ideas. I do. She knows what
0: she wants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But to now answer Larissa's point, in question, um, what you were saying, Carrie Ann is some inexpensive dates. So, even though you may still get ice cream while you're walking in the park, or you still may go to the movies, if you are multi dating, should you go half?
1: I think you should go, go half. Dutch because or if you're, you you're multi dating, you, you need you need to be. I think you. So, if you're multi dating, I feel like you need to be going half because it's like. You can hear oh your hands over here. Look at me. Go ahead. Because, like, if you want to be dating multiple people, you need to take the expense. You need to take that expense as well. She, that's how I feel. She is mature,
0: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that's,
1: that's a, a real really, grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. I mean, that's how I feel. That's it. That's
2: she has to say something. She's then. like dropping like that. That's it. I got nothing else. Look,
1: that's what tag. I think. Right. She's
2: that's, so, however. I feel like it shouldn't be all the time. Like it depends. I feel like it can go either way. I feel my thing is if we're multi dating, whoever's idea it is to go out, is the person that pays for it. Mm. So if I call you up and be like, "Hey, let's go out," I'ma pay. You okay. call me up and say, "Hey, let's go out," you can pay.
1: Darcel's like, <laughs> <Their sales laughs> like, nah, I'm not.
2: <laughs> So that's how I feel like if I'm going to be multi-dating, you know what I mean? Because I'm keep i going to keep it real with the person. I'm going to let them right. know that, you're like, hey, you're not the only person I'm talking to. I mean, back in the day, I might have been, like you were saying earlier, you're like, you got to keep, you know, tracking your stories of what you're telling this person and that person. Yeah. When I was younger, I might have. This day and age, I don't have the memory capacity to saying. try you to remember what i done told that. who yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I don't have the energy. So I'm going to let you know that I am talking to other people and, you know, with... The idea of one of you guys may possibly we'll make it. one, y'all, one what of y'all, one of the five of y'all, <laughs> right? Somebody's <laughs> gonna make it to the finishing line, or none of y'all is gonna make it to the finishing line. That's just that's just how it's gonna be. Now, however, you guys want to take it is how you want to take it. But I do feel like just to be fair on his pockets, because I don't yeah. think it's fair that I, since I'm out here getting right, everybody to pay for me to go to dinner, that he should also. So I feel like. But into that point too, though, when I'm going out, we're not going to no expensive restaurant. I'm just let you know that. So if you suggest for us to go to some, like Ruth, Chris, you better come out the pockets if I, cause I'm, I'm not like, so that's just my thought. Go ahead. You over here dying. Like I'm not paying for nothing. I'm not doing it. Nope. You're not going to make me. I am
0: cracking up over here. You guys, um,
2: just because I... That's
0: why we have three different perspectives. You sure <laughs> do. Uh, clearly on the paying part, um, it really depends for me. Um, 90% of the time, I'm going to expect the man to pay. So I feel like if we're dating, whether I'm dating other people or talking to other people, because he's probably talking to other but people you, too, to be honest then with he's you. But
2: paying for you
1: and them. And... <laughs>
2: He and then, that's broke. a decision
1: you need to make. So if you don't want to be spending all that money, then
2: you don't need to be paying
1: all these people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, go
2: ahead. <laughs> Larissa is real she's serious. She's on fire Yeah, tonight. she's serious about this whole, no, you need to pay. Look,
0: I believe in ninety percent of the men paying. Um, the and y'all so make. even I may, a percentage. I, I mean, ten percent of the I, time you I, pay. And this, now I what, may what? get a bunch of emails because of this, <laughs> and men may blow up. You know, but I firmly believe. So it depends on the rapport that you have with, um, when you're talking and dating. When you're on the phone and you realize like he's struggling financially, or um, you know, whatever that situation may be. I firmly believe that. If a man wants to take you out on a date, he pays for the date. I do believe in that. And there's been times where I have gone on dates and I tried paying for the date. And they literally said that I embarrassed them because I tried to pay for the date and said, no, 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 I got it. So to me, I feel like the man should pay for the date, but the woman should offer to pay for the tip. So Uh, that's kind of how I believe, um, you know, how the exchange should go. Everyone has their own opinions, but I firmly believe that the man should pay. Now, after going on several dates, you know, and you're like, hey, I got this one this time. You paid. You taking me here, there and everywhere. I got this one and you want to treat that time. I think that's absolutely fine as a woman to treat a man every now and again, but I firmly believe in chivalry. And that's just me where Mm -hmm. I do believe that a man should pay and the woman should offer to pay the tip. Now, if he declines the tip and says, no, I got it. Then that's on him. But if he says, yeah, definitely pay for the tip and I got the bill, um, of course, I've been in, you know, I've gone on dates where, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I don't really got that much this time. I've been on those types of dates.
2: And that would be the and, last one. I know. Like- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be and the last we'll one. Say, hey, I'm sorry. I, we, what? Like, you do have don't uh, really really? And then they mm. will say, can we go half? And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's fine. And, you know, obviously. Do you have would- a
2: second, another date after that one? Uh,
0: Be honest. It depends. (laughs) On what? (laughs) It depends if I, if we have a really good rapport and I know where he's coming from, like,
2: is is the type of
0: job he may have. So why don't we have this conversation before we both
2: order whatever was on the menu? This is true. Why don't we good? Yeah, I want to know. Why don't we have a conversation about that before we order what was on the menu? If you knew you had limited funds, (laughs) funds. you should have been like, boo. Hey, we can only go out tonight. Honestly. Right. <laughs> or no, were, like if we go out, we go you know, we can go out for some drinks tonight. Like mm-hmm. you know, dial it back if you know that you only got limited funds in your pocket the and in the bank. More, like, I don't
1: even wanna hear, like, in in our first <clears throat> few dates, I don't even wanna hear that you have limited funds because that's just gonna turn me off. Not that you have to have all this money, but I'm gonna need your financial situation to be stable before I step into that. So.
2: <laughs> So I agree with you to a certain extent. If it's just the very beginning of dating, I'm gonna give you a
1: chance. But if this has become, yeah, yeah because it's in the very beginning. If it's in the very beginning and you're telling me you're not financially stable.
2: No, he's not saying that he's fine. He's just saying, saying at that moment. That but that's what that specific- to me. That's what that means. No, that could just mean that he had like you know something happened to the car unexpectedly this week that has happened to me before. Like all of a sudden my truck went into the shop and I'm paying $2,000 on my car. You think I'm able to pay $2,000 and then But I'd rather rally- not
1: hear it. I'd rather you just not say you have limited funds. That well, that's what like- I'm
2: saying. Like before the car, con- he can figure some way out before we done ordered all that food on the menu. And then you're going to be like, Hey, by the way, I don't have enough money. That's where no, you need to be a little bit smooth. You
1: should just do something else. You, that's and what I'm you say not It's the beginning of the nice night. Nice. You, should, you yeah. just decide
2: to dial it back a little bit. Be like, babe, we gonna change it up for tonight. How about we do this? Like, and that's when you do the walk in the park, right, or right, you right, know, let's just go get some ice cream. I
0: definitely had where a man will say, "Look, my pockets is tight this week." But see, he don't even need to say that. You no, know, they'll be yeah. honest and they'll say, I "You can- know, my pockets mm-hmm. is tight this week." Can we, I still want to hang out with you. Can we do a walk in the park? Can we, I still, can we still do something that doesn't, you know, maybe miniature golfing where, you know, that's inexpensive Mm -hmm. and do something like that because I still want to spend
1: time with you. Right.
0: It's just my pockets is tight this week. Mm -hmm. That's
1: a no. I don't want to hear your pockets are tight if I'm just meeting you. Like, cause that signals to me that like, okay, like. Where's the money? At? I'm going like, to take care of you later on. Where's like, the
2: money? <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to be the provider eventually. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm not thinking long-term. But you, yeah, were, yeah, no, you yeah, were thinking. Yeah, you thinking went long into term. your dating thinking long-term. Like mm-hmm. you said, you went into your situation like, I know what I want. I want to be married. And if you're not on that level or even thinking towards that, don't even bother to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I do want to eventually get married. But when I start dating somebody, that's not what I do first, you know, first mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like, like you were saying earlier, don't go into after you have your first, you know, date going like, oh, our baby's going to look like this. Does his last name match my first name? <laughs> or You know what I mean? Like, what is my gonna wedding look- dress is going to yeah. be... What are we going to look like standing next to each other in yeah. pictures? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Or is my so mom going to sure. like him? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, it's you too much. You just went all the way left too much. and you just met this dude and mm-hmm. you're on your third date. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not going to keep it in the back of my mind like, okay we had to split <laughs> the second bill because you was noted. You're a, you're yes, right. it's a little noted. And then if it happens again, like we've been da- you know, dating for like three months now or whatever, and then you come again and there's four times that happen, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like, oh, scratch you off the list because that's four times now. We're a little bit more into this. Mm-hmm. It's not the first go-round. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just, I feel like there has to be a level of it when you first start out. You can't mm-hmm. just go into but can I just add one thing to your <laughs> point where you were like, uh, you reached for the check and maybe like, no, I said that was an embarrassment. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I think my thing, which I don't know why, and it may be just like a little bit of a, I don't want to say control freaking me or whatever, but it's always that I have been such a strong female and provide so much and help so many other people that I, in a sense, when I want to pay and he says, no, I got it, that's more attractive to me where he stops me and says, no, nah, boo, I, I got this. Down. Like when I want to treat him and he's like, no, I got this inside. I'm like, oh, okay, you got this." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> really? All right. You just got another point. Make no nope, two, three, four, five points in your little box over here. And then the other guy be like, okay. I'd be like, oh, Dang okay. It, you're uh, all right. You know what? I did want to, I'm okay with paying for it, but you, you just got one point. Like, did you even get a point, though? I'm not really sure. Depending on how the conversation of the night went, but you might not You might not be on the same scoreboard as the guy that said, no, I'm not going to let you pay. No girl of mine or blah, blah, blah. However he says it or he just look at me sideways like, I know you're not about to touch that check. Yeah. Like, you know I mean? However he does it, I feel like he jumps out more in my mind than the person that does let me pay. Mm-hmm. So I hate to say it's like a hidden test, but it's not. I
0: have a question though to challenge both of you. Oh, so God. I personally believe in giving guys grace because, you know, not everyone is where making six figures, right? Right. Um and so, people sometimes do have limited funds, but they still pay all their bills. They, mm-hmm. they still have an excellent credit score, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know for the listeners, you guys may be at different stages, too. You may be in college where you're not going to have it all together. Um, you know, the significant other that you're dating hasn't even graduated college yet. Um, and you may go Dutch often. Or... Um, you know, he may work that part time job and only can afford to take you to, you know, Chick-fil-A. That's my favorite spot. But
3: Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: and uh, you know, and that's a that's all he can do right now. I truly believe you look at the man's Drive, hunger, ambition, mm-hmm. because of the fact it's different if he's lazy and he's sitting on the couch and making all the excuses in the world why he's not successful. And a man who gets up every single day and pounds that pavement and makes sure that he is successful. <clears throat> he may not be as successful yet, but I want to be with a man that is is pounding that pavement and is very ambitious and because and he has a vision for his life and is um he knows he's going somewhere with or without me, right? Mm -hmm. And so giving sometimes guys some grace I think is important. Um and sometimes that guy, you know, because I've dated some guys who are very blessed in the financial departments. And I may have not had the best time with them. They may have just talked about how much money they made the whole time or talked about all superficial things the whole time. And the guy who may not have had as much, he may have had the better conversation. Um, I may have actually enjoyed his company way more than the person who made so much money. So what is the standards when it comes to what you're looking for? And what what should you... What are you expecting when you're dating or prior to entering marriage?
1: Well, I'm going to let Larissa handle that one real quick.
0: She's
2: ready to jump out her skin to answer that one.
1: So I just want to make it clear. I just want to let it be known. When I met my husband, he was living in his garage. Okay? So the thing is, (laughs) on the first few dates, when I'm just getting ready to – when I'm just getting to know you, like, I don't want there to be, like, anything where I'm just, like, that's going to turn me off easy. I'm not saying later on down the line, if you were to say something as far as the money, like after I know you Mm -hmm. as a person that you can't say that. But in the beginning, I don't want to hear anything about like,
0: you don't want the drama.
1: Yeah, exactly. I want it to be good. Like if you can't afford a particular date, like I don't, I'm not bougie. Like I, I'm not like looking for anything fancy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, I'm going to like, I don't want any like hiccups. Like, like, I don't want any hiccups. I want to know, like, not that you're not per- you're perfect or anything, but like, if you don't have money to go somewhere, we just don't we just don't say it. We just go somewhere else, you know. And I, I I understand with you like having like giving guys grace, um, and like they don't need to be perfect or have all their stuff together when you meet them. Um, but also I don't know that you should just date a guy who. Hmm, how can I say this?
0: Just say it, girl.
1: <laughs> um, like dating somebody's potential. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about dating somebody's potential? Because yeah. that potential might never be I realized. Think, I think. <laughs> I think
0: potential and ambition are two different things. Okay. Cause I may see a lot of potential in a person, like mm-hmm. oh man. He could be this and he could be that, but true. if he doesn't believe that for himself and true, he doesn't have true. the ambition right. to make it happen, right, right, then right, right. all it is is potential. All and right, maybe. so I'm going to
2: play devil's advocate for okay. a second here, though. But how do you know they're ambitional in the first couple of days? Because she's saying in the very beginning she don't want to hear it. Larissa is saying in the very beginning she doesn't want to hear that you're going through some financial troubles and stuff like that. You haven't gotten to the point of knowing their ambition yet because you're just finding out. So, if the first week or two, you're hearing, I got trouble, uh, money problems. Um, I'm strapped. I can't do this. I was, you know. So, in your mind, you're thinking, like, okay, well, we just started out and we're already started out with you being strapped for money. And you're telling me you're just that nonchalant about it. Like, I'm strapped for money, no big deal, whatever. And versus saying, you know, if you put a little bit more explanation on it, like, you know, this happened, like if something, like I just said, if something happened, like, you know, I don't know, your car, something happened to so your car, you had to put it in the shop and you just had to spend, you know, whatever on it. Because we know cars is not cheap. Or anything, your house or something happened and you just had a mishap. That's one thing. But to just be like, you know, I'm just strapped for money, and you're not going to, I'm not saying you gotta explain your life story, but if we're dating and you we're just starting dating, you feel comfortable enough to tell me at that point that you're strapped for money, then you should be comfortable enough to tell me why you're strapped. But at the same time, that you don't get to know their ambition, so how do you make that differentiation that early on and give them grace that early on? Um.
0: So for me personally, I think I understand what you're saying. It's more so. I want the guy to be creative. So meaning, he doesn't necessarily have to let me know that he's strapped. Because right. not everyone okay. has the same financial situation in the right. beginning, right? Mm-hmm. When you're dating them. But you can get really creative. We can have a picnic. We can make some sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You know? Find mm-hmm. out my favorite foods. Right. And we can make something really special and very beautiful um, and experience. And mm-hmm. I'm big on... Give me an experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, um, I would say, men out there, if you're listening, get creative. Um, if you're shot for money, so that way you can still wine and dine and impress your lady or the person that you're interested in, you just may have to do it on a low budget way. And that may, like I said, maybe a picnic in the park. And I think she would absolutely love that. Um, I know for. Seeing ambition, obviously that comes over time, mm-hmm. you know, because a, a man on the first day can tell me how many things he's doing, how many businesses he's starting and all that type of stuff. But if I don't actually see it come into fruition, then I know, OK, you're just mm-hmm. a talker, not a walker. Right. right yeah. But mm-hmm. if I actually start to see like you're taking clients appointments, you're got your LLC or whatever, LLP, whatever you want to um, you want to call it. Um, and I actually see that you're making progress. I'm like, oh, he's really He's hustling. Right, yeah. yeah, he's doing so his thing. So I'm watching mm. your actions. Right. You know, okay. Not only listening, but I'm also watching your actions too.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So then it sounds like we're all saying the same thing, just different ways. Because we're saying oh, that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're saying that you want him to get creative. You don't really mm. want to hear about it. And that's the same thing Larissa is saying. She's I'm okay like, with just- hearing. She's okay
1: with- okay, you're Okay, hearing. so you're okay
2: with know. hearing about like, it. And Larissa says she don't want to hear about it. Like, I know. don't mind if I hear about it either. I just may need to know why. Like, I need, cause I'm a person, I'm a, a, a logical thinker and, and I'm, I analyze everything. I'm like an analytical brain and finances is also my thing. So I'm gonna need to know just a little bit. I don't have to know all full blown details, but I'm gonna need to know just a little bit more because at first, because I have such an analytical mind and I'm a finance person, my mind's going to naturally go to, is this going to be all the time? Mm -hmm. So I may give you a second chance (laughs) or a third chance, but you know, like, but they're, they're, they no, I'm gonna give you a second chance, but there won't be a third if if it's like, you know what I mean? In that same sense. So I do believe in giving grace going back to your original question. I feel like everybody should have some grace. So I guess I do believe in giving grace, but I don't believe in, um, if you know you're strapped. Then let's do something creative, like you just said. You know what I mean? Like something a little bit and more expensive. Then we get to the restaurant, and I just ordered a T-bone steak, which I won't because I'm a vegetarian. But I just ordered this. <laughs> <That's> just <laughs> I just ordered this like expensive cuisine, mm-hmm. and then you are gonna look at me like, but babe, I'm I'm strapped for cash right now. My thought would have been like, so why did we come here? Because like Larissa says, you know, she's not a. Um, a uh, bougie person mm-hmm. or whatever. So you got to kind of already know the person you're dealing with too. So understand what you can do on a cheaper scale to still, like you said, wine and dine them in a different way. And I feel like that would show his creativity and show also some kind of ambition. Cause he decided to take his own steps in figuring out. So that shows some ambition because ambition is about like trying to make a dollar out of nothing or, you know, trying to, Progress in some way, so he's progressing because he's going to actually have to think about how can I still take her out for her to have a good time on a budget. Yeah, a bare budget.
0: But I've been on that date before where I ordered this cuisine and uh, it was steak too.
2: And, and that's why you're not dating him and, anymore. And, and, and <laughs> <You're> right, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and probably why <laughs> he
0: said that he left his wallet. So we ordered this all this food, and he said he left his wallet. Of course, towards at the end when the bill came and I was stuck paying with it. And we were all and we were in New Jersey. So I had to cross over the bridge. So I not only had to pay for the meal, I had to drive him home and I had to pay that uh, across the bridge money, too. So, so that did was, you give him I didn't.
2: I did not.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay so it's, like, <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it's different. I, no, I, I yeah. yeah,
2: that's different, and I completely agree yeah. with her decision on that. But I just wanted to know because <laughs> we were talking about Grace coming. To play? Yeah, yeah. Which relationship no. was that? The relationship that the Grace came when in to you, play, or was it one other one? That's no. all I wanted to know. Yeah, if
0: you're gonna try to just like to me, I feel like you play like he played me, right? Like yeah. if you're gonna try to play me, then that then no, mm-hmm. no, it's not gonna work. But if you're honest with me and say, hey, I'm tight this week, can we go Dutch? Or I can pay maybe 75% of the bill. Can you pay the rest? Right. I'm okay when we have conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, one, I've been uh, in social work for, in social services, and I know what that struggle life is like. Mm -hmm. I'm still adulting, but I may not make as much as the next person. Right. So I know what that is like, but, um, so that's why I say give people grace, but at the same time, if you're going to play me, you're going to get played ultimately. (laughs) So...
2: But it goes yeah. back to the key thing mm. in our relationship, communication. Yeah. So I feel like it opens a door for communicating. So if he's mm-hmm. able to articulate, like, I'm strapped, but this is what's going on. I feel like, and he's comfortable with doing that. It shows me that he's going to be okay with uncomfortable conversations that we yeah. may have later on that's in the true. future so that shows me that's why I'm saying like okay you look, you're okay with telling me that then I need to know <laughs> I need to know Larissa's this like, I'm too, like I'm too old for that like I'm for that
1: like right now like uh, yeah. just like where I'm at like I don't want to hear that you're strapped
0: yeah, Larissa's face. Yeah. Even if I'm like even if I'm I don't want to hear your traps. <laughs> like seriously, she's like, I want the, I want to hear that you're doing well, all of that, and then we'll get to the deeper stuff later. But, but that's so,
2: dating his representative, though. That's not dating him. So let me give you an example.
0: Okay, Go ahead. I was just
2: gonna say, so
0: we can kind of segue into standards. So it okay. sounds like that's a standard for you and where you're at right now. That you want him to have it together. If he's coming to you today, he got to have it he all together. Have it together. So let's talk about standards and what are and we and also checklists. Often us women make checklists. Mm-hmm. Do we have that? Do we not have that? Should we rip it up? Should we have like? Let's talk about that too.
1: So you go ahead. Okay. Um. So I was just gonna say like when I first met uh my husband, it wasn't until. Maybe like the third date we have, we went to his house on oh, third date. We didn't start there.
2: Still remind you his date outside the house. No, 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 I'm just joking. We there started outside. Doesn't
1: even <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, and we were like watching TV in his living room and he was like, um, so yeah, my room's in the garage. And I was like <laughs> thinking like your room's in the garage, like you have this whole house, like why is your room in the garage? Like that's weird he's like yeah you want to see it i was like no no maybe next time when i come visit i'll take a look at it because i knew that it was still new that i was still getting to know this guy and i didn't want anything to deter me from getting to know him and like him as a person i didn't want anything to turn me off and i knew if i saw that garage and it looked crazy in there i wasn't coming back you know what i mean (laughs) like and i'm like you know i like him so far let's just like continue what's going right exactly 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 okay so as far as standards when i was like looking for a particular guy or when i was putting it the energy out into the universe right i was thinking like i want a guy that my son can look up to right that was really big for me because like my dad wasn't in um my life as a child and i never like thought that it ever like um like affected me um but as i've gotten older I i definitely do notice those effects of just really trying to be like a strong independent i have to do everything myself yeah i have my husband but i can do everything myself but anyway so i wanted like um a guy that my my son could really look up to i also wanted obviously somebody that was going to be faithful i wanted somebody who believed um in jesus and you know was christian i wanted somebody who was also like Working towards more and progressing towards more in their life, and obviously, there's more standards than that, but I can't think of them right now. So, you guys can go, (laughs) (laughs) and maybe I'll just pick you up. So, for me, um,
2: oh my goodness, uh, we're asking what's the quality we're looking for, Standards. standards. Oh gosh, so. I used to be very superficial. Like back in the day, my checklist was he had to be between six, two and six, five. He actually six, three and six, five. He couldn't be shorter than my brother, but he couldn't be taller than my brother's best friend because I was like, I'm only five, four. So I had this whole, like, you gotta be tall. You gotta be dark skin. You know what I mean? Yes. I love my chocolate. I do love my chocolate. But anyway, digress. Um, And you had to have like a sports physique. Now, however, you look at all my exes, they are dark skin. Uh, They range from uh, five, nine to six, three. Um, uh, Some of them had the sports physique. Some of them didn't I actually fell in love with the one that didn't. But anyway, back to the qualities. Uh, or the standards. So I had used to have this like the standard of the physical standard or I say um, and not really look so much on the um, the spiritual or the I had personality had to have a great personality. I'm a sucker for uh, charisma, like uh, a charismatic man. Swing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just something yeah. about that, that just, you know, and then you got to make I love to laugh. So somebody that can make me laugh. Um, all the time is amazing to me. It's just something, and I'm a very easygoing person. So I want somebody that isn't so high strung because I love my sweatpants and t-shirt. Um, and I will rock them all the time if I could, but I know it is not something that you're supposed to walk out the house with all the time, but don't get me wrong. I still walk out the house and go to the store in them, but you know I do know how to get uh, dressed up and, you know put my thing or, you know, put my thing down. But um, I feel like it's I need to be with somebody that's my friend, my partner, my confidant, um, somebody I can tell everything to and not feel judged, um, somebody that I can go to church with, I can pray with, somebody that I can raise my child with, um, which is kind of still up in the air because I'm not really sure if I want to have kids or not. But so they also have to kind of be on the level of that. Either they have a kid themselves and they're okay with not having any more, um sorry that's a little uh thing that i have going with myself but um i feel like it's just somebody that i can sit and have i don't want to say have girlfriend conversation like this because it's totally different having a girlfriend conversation than when you have your your, with your significant other but i want to be able to be completely comfortable to open up to them and cry and when i say cry i'm talking about the boohoo ugly cry in front of them and not feel judged Um, so that's the qualities. And like I said, it's somebody that I can, um, pray with and somebody that's going to support me in my adventures and somebody that I can support in their adventures. We have to be able to grow together. We may not be on the same level of growth, but, um, I feel like still a growth moving forward, um, is something is growth together. So I feel like that's what I look for in somebody. Um, as far as my checklist, I guess that is my checklist. I don't really, right now, I'm not so focused on the physical. It's more of the feeling the that I get. Yeah. Huh? The what? Like the the unseen. Unseen. The, yeah, the unseen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but don't get me wrong. He still has to, I still have to be attracted to him in some way. <laughs> you can't come looking like a frog and then I'm mm-hmm. be like, oh, you got everything else, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so there has to be some physical attraction there, but it's not everything. Um, you know, I can take some of the physical attraction and leave some of it but you gotta have something, something. yeah something so now Darcell
0: <laughs> no i used to be very superficial where he had to have abs
3: oh bro, okay. right.
0: yes the washboard or yeah, the little v on a- the side yeah. yes um, so, I was very superficial <laughs> like that because in my 20s, I had abs. Oh. In my 30s, I'm struggling now. But,
1: but in my
0: 20s, you know, I was snatched, I okay? Cooking. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, he got to have abs and he had to be tall, Obviously, I'm only five feet, so anything above five feet is tall for me. <laughs> but I always ended up getting guys who were, like, six feet and over for some reason. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then, you know, I often saw women who were, like, you know, who were, who were tall and would <laughs> say, I can't date a guy shorter than me. I never had that problem because I'm already short. So if you get any shorter than five feet, um, that's a problem. So, um, Yeah, but I would say for me, for standards, um, just to you know, you ladies uh, who are listening, I definitely want to encourage you that yes, physical matters you want to be attracted to because we all want to make sure we are attracted to our significant others, but definitely don't be superficial like how I was. Um, Make sure that you know you do, you want to find a person that you can grow with. Um, I love what both of the ladies said, both Carrie Ann and Larissa. Um, Something that we often don't think about is, you know, if my kids were to turn out just like my future husband, would would I be okay with that? Would I say, oh, man, they're just like, you know, their father. Mm -hmm. And that was in in a prior relationship. I actually thought about that. And I was like, man, if I was to have a son, to your point, Larissa, would I want him to be exactly like him? Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I knew Um, that person wasn't the one I knew that I didn't want to have kids with that person because of the fact that I knew that I didn't want to have a son who was exactly like the person Mm -hmm. I was dating. And so that is very true. Like, do you, you know, when you look at that person, do you see a person that can be a role model, whether you want to have kids or not, whether it's like being a role model to kids in their community, Mm -hmm. um, kids at church, like, are they, can they be a role model? Um, I think also for me, I wanted someone that could be my best friend, you know, um, someone I can be able to have those uncomfortable conversations with. That's one of the things that I love about uh, my me and my significant other now is we can have all these uncomfortable conversations and they're not really uncomfortable, to be honest, because he truly is my best friend. And I love him so much. And that was something I could not have with other people because I would often be judged if I had, you know, um, certain conversations with them. And they're like, oh, you did that or you, you know, um, made that mistake or, you know. And when they would see my imperfections or when I would communicate my imperfections with them, um, they would often be judged. And that is what made me, you know, grow distant or avoid conversations or things of that nature. But with me and my significant other now, we're just able to talk about any and everything. Uh, Another thing that was, this is completely new. uh, Maybe uh, for me, I'm not sure. I know Carrie and you're in finance and Larissa, she's like, look, I want to hear about no money problems. (laughs) But one of the things that me and my significant other did now uh, in this particular relationship we saw like we we made it a point to like okay let's look at each other's credit score let's look at where if we're trying to build something if we're trying to if we both are intentionally dating each other let's see where we are at uh you know where we're at financially and then how we can improve and then what is our plan um so that's something i would have never done in any other relationship in which i've never done in any other uh relationship so Definitely someone I'm comfortable with, someone who's my best friend, someone who I can see to be a role model. But most importantly, not only a man who can um, who is spiritual and believes in Jesus, but a man who can lead me. Mm-hmm. I think that is often um, I know us women. Trust me. And I'm sitting with some uh, amazing women, um, Carrie and Larissa, like we're super women. I truly believe that we are like. You know, we can do this and do that. We can do 10 things in one hour, whatever it is. We can multitask. We can make it happen, make a way out of the way but I also want a man who can lead like there's like I don't want to drag and I used to be in relationships where I felt like I had to drag a man and you know to get where I want us to go where I'm doing the leading and I truly wanted a man who can lead and I have a man that can lead and has led me thus far and I've grown because of it so that's really my ultimate standard is a man who believes in God but because he believes in God he knows his place and he knows his role not saying it diminishes who I am, but he can truly lead me. And so that's really
1: my stand there.
0: Um, you have one Larissa? No, you okay. we're gonna finish? I Go was ahead. gonna I was gonna piggyback
1: off of your okay. point. I think uh that what you said about having a man lead you is really important because um like I was saying earlier, like societal views of women are independent women. Mm-hmm. You can do it on your own. Or you know, like you gotta be this or you are this, you are that and it's like I had those ideas growing up and obviously growing up with a single mom who had to be strong because there wasn't a man in the household. I adopt that and understanding like now that I'm in a marriage, like there doesn't need to be two chiefs here, like because there's a power struggle. Like I want to do this and be right. And so does he. And it's like understanding that where I'm coming from now, like that strong person served me like that being that independent leading served me. Not that I don't need to be a leader now. I still do. But like understanding that where I'm at now, like that behavior, that part of me can be let go because there is a strong man in the household that I and people don't like the word submit, but submit to. And I'm okay with that. Like for a while, I butted heads and I didn't want to lose myself in a relationship because I thought like, oh, if I just, you know, go along with what he says, then I'm not Larissa anymore or I'm just going to be looked at as Doug's wife and whatever. But like in a marriage, there needs to be some of that letting go and submitting and going with what truly is right. It's just that a lot of times we want to be right. <laughs> so um, just allowing a man to lead, you know, and not having to give all this pushback all the time, I think is really important um, in a relationship and especially in a marriage. Because, again, like if we're both fighting each other, it's not going anywhere. So glad you that And you to that
0: add up. another question to you since... You're, the, you're given the marriage point of view to add another question to you. How did you know Doug was the one? I think that's often um, a question for single ladies or ladies who are dating is how do I know he's the one? I know I asked one of my girlfriends this question who was mm-hmm. married. And she had her answer, but I'm going to let you answer.
1: hmm So. Our first date. I was like, I didn't know we were going to get married, but I was like, you know what? This guy's going to be my boyfriend, you know, and I hadn't had a boyfriend for a while, but I was like, you know, this guy's going to be my boyfriend. But I don't know other than that, if there was like one time, it's just that he just kept showing me who he really was, just like a genuine guy who was great to his mom you know what i mean he was always upfront and open and honest with me i never felt like i couldn't trust him ever you know i ne- and i still to this day like i never like he works late because he works on houses you know and like he's out like wherever but i never feel like i can never trust him and one of the big things that showed me like wow he's he's really for me and supportive was um we had got engaged on christmas in like 2013 of Chris- christmas um and like 5 months later I ended up being diagnosed with a cancerous tumor in my left knee. And I was not planning a wedding and I actually felt really bad for him because I'm like, "Oh wow, you just got engaged to a girl who who knows what's going to happen to her health. Like she is a cancerous tumor in her knee, like that could travel anywhere." So I wasn't planning um, the wedding and people would be like, "Well, when are you guys getting married? When are you guys are getting married?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know yet. We're just kind of like just feeling things out." And he would be like, "Yeah, like he would tell me later on like, "Why aren't we planning?" Like like we still should be planning like and for him just to like obviously we were engaged at that point but for him to just be like we didn't have any answers yet for him to still want to go through with it i was like oh man like wow like he really does like truly love me so um obviously before that i knew he was the one but it was just the fact that he kept showing me who he truly was and who he truly was um was what i was looking for so i don't know if again if that was one particular moment but yeah, that was, was it. Consistent, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah, so it sounds like he was consistent. So that's, I think, and I think that's where we try to, in relationships or when we're dating, is we try to fit something just to make it fit. Mm-hmm. Instead of just letting the man show you what he's worth and and what you're worth Mm -hmm. and what he can bring to the table. And there has to be consistency. If a man is texting you after 10 p.m., that's not only – That's not a man who wants to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. He wants to have relations.
3: (laughs) And if
0: a man never takes you out on a date and he only wants you to come over his house to Netflix and chill, that's not a man who's serious about you. But a man who's putting that consistent effort, and like you said, he's showing and demonstrating Mm -hmm. trust. He's communicating with you. Um, he's being transparent with you to where you feel like you know what I have a really good guy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that's what a man is supposed to demonstrate, and that helps it to be able to make to make you feel like, hey, this this may actually be something. And say, um, I know one of the things that my girlfriends, um, and my girlfriend said before, when she was getting married, I said, how did you know your husband was the one? Mm-hmm. And she said, Darcel, you just know, and mm-hmm. it was like what does that even mean I hate that it was like that? the first day you just I know like, and just you know, know that. yeah I was like, what? <laughs> that's not advice at all <laughs> but um she was like you won't have any hesitation
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know mm-hmm. if you're like oh I love him but you know mm-hmm. she said with my husband she said I literally just you don't have to think about it you're like no he's it he's the one mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. and so definitely now seriously dating you know that's how I didn't it didn't come full circle until now mm-hmm. where because in prior relationships I was trying to make it fit because I mm-hmm. knew I wanted to be married and I knew I, this is what I mm-hmm. this is what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and so I would try to say well this is what we can I can make this work I can make this work and it would be like mm-hmm. hell pretty much like hell on earth to yeah. be honest with you because we weren't a fit mm-hmm. but when you I'm not saying it's perfect, but when you find someone who you, it just fits Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it just, it just gels. It just goes, you know, and it's not forced. And, you know, I obviously am not married as of yet, so Mm -hmm. I appreciate your perspective. Um, but I definitely want to close with, I know we got, gave you guys a lot of perspectives, a lot of opinions. Um, but I want us to give some dating advice. So whether it's being single Oh, and, and I want it to be give us a, I want us to give advice to the ladies who are listening in the uh, perspective that we're in. So mm. from the married perspective, you know, what is, a, I I guess a wisdom or a gem that you would give to them as they're looking for a significant other or if there's someone who's married and listening mm. um, and wants some some wisdom. Um, and then carrying from being single, what is some wisdom that you can give? And then I'll give some wisdom from the dating perspective.
2: All right. Well, All right. I guess I'll go first, being the single um, one of the group. Um, oh, That's a question, a loaded question in a sense. Um, but I guess the advice I would have for my single ladies is embrace your singleness. Um, Know you, love you, cherish you, have fun with you, enjoy you. Because if you can't do that with yourself, then it, you know, and you're looking for somebody else to do that. You're setting yourself up. I want to say for, well, I'm going to say for failure. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you're putting so much pressure on another human being that has their own expectations um and somebody told me somewhere or I read it somewhere that when you put expectations on somebody, it just leads to disappointment because we're all humans, we all make mistakes, we're all lacking in some way, and I feel like if you just can fill that up to you or fill your cup up, um, you won't have to worry about somebody else filling your cup up. You know what I mean? Because your cup will be already full. Um, so you will be complete as a person, as yourself, with God in your life. That you won't need to depend on somebody else for that. And when you don't need to depend on somebody else for that, it just flourishes the your overall life in everything in life. So I feel like it will help with your relationship to grow even more. Um, so that's the one thing that I would say because that's something that I'm working on right now within myself. Is um, I've been doing a lot of self-growth, uh, hence the reason of my um, my business. But I've been doing a lot of self-growth in the past. I don't know, uh, like ten years, and I've been really coming full circle lately about everything. Um, knowing who I am and just being at complete peace with where I am now in my life and who I am. Um, and it's not a piece of saying like I'm not trying to move forward or being content with it, but it's just the piece of knowing that it, you know what I mean? Like I'm still okay where I'm at. And I know that, uh, eventually or some point in time, um, you know, I'm going to move forward because of who I am and because of how content I am with me and how much I love me that there's love that's going to pour in. It's kind of like what you uh, put out is what you get back. So if I love myself and I'm loving, you know, just pouring out love, It'll come back to me in some way. So I feel like that's just the one thing that I have to, uh, the
1: gem that I have to pass on. Larissa? All right. So, from the married space, I can just say, I just like to say, I adore my husband and I love my husband so much. He's just so great. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, so, um, we are going on our 4th year marriage Ooh. and yes. um the first year and then for the 5 years is like the most
2: difficult
1: though. um and- yeah it hasn't really it hasn't really the the, the most difficult things have been the socks
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: You know, playing, not be, so you know, like be
1: messy, be messy. That was like um. the biggest struggle. <laughs> but it was annoying. Died. That was really annoying. Like in the first year, honestly, it was. So, <laughs> but anyway. I,
2: was love, I love you, boo. <laughs> love socks was annoying. But anyway, yeah, but yeah. I was yeah. like waiting for something deep. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I was like, and she said socks. I was like, cause she said it, and I leaned in, and she. Said, and I had to Sox. think again. I was, I was like, 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 wait, does she mean <laughs> is that like abbreviation
1: <laughs> or something? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. um So, yeah. So, what I would suggest, and this is what we're just getting into now. Like, for the first, you know, few years of our marriage, I felt like I was building my thing. He was building his thing. We were still a couple, but it was like our money wasn't really mingling. We had a joint account, but, like, my money was here. His money was there. And it was like, yeah, we had goals and we would, like, or whatever, but they weren't necessarily goals together. So um as a couple as a married couple i think it's really important to have goals that are bigger than yourself separately um because it helps you work towards the same thing adds a different dynamic to your relationship but also creates this thing of where it's like okay when little stuff comes up that doesn't matter like little stuff like and i've learned to like just let the little stuff go but you're not even focused on it because you just had this this big goal together that you you're you're wanting to focus on so so all that little stuff that happens, like with maybe the bickering, you know how it is in a relationship. You know you've been together for a while. Just any little thing can might maybe like set off a little like, little annoying thing. You know no, what I mean? That never happens. <laughs> but just with having something that you guys are both working towards, like whether it's like like right now, me and my husband are working on building his real estate company, and I keep saying his, but it's ours now. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they didn't,
2: they
1: didn't say it, <laughs> Or wanting to be like a power couple, or if you have kids, like wanting to raise like positive, productive members of society, whatever that is, that just becomes so much greater than that little other stuff that might be annoying in your life. So, um, I just suggest like having a goal just bigger than yourself. That's that are couple goals together. So.
0: That's good. That's what I'm learning in my class. So, my perspective from um, seriously dating, I would truly encourage. Um, I think we've mentioned it already, which is having those uncomfortable conversations prior to marriage. Um, Because once you're married, it's intended. Even though society has um, watered marriage down or dumbed it down, um, marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a commitment. Marriage is a contract. Whatever way you want to put it, flip it, spin it, it is meant to last forever. So before you say, I do forever, Why not invest that time to actually have those uncomfortable conversations and say, hey, like to Larissa's point, where do you see yourself? You know, where what is the vision that you have for your life? And then see if that aligns with your vision or see if that's something you a vision that you can come alongside and assist him with, you know, that vision. Um, you know, talk about finances, talk about, you know, kids, do you want some, do you not want some talk about how you would plan to raise those kids. And this is when you're actually in a serious dating, you know, um, relationship, not when you're just trying to figure out which one um, that you that you like, but actually, when you're in a committed relationship, that's, that's really the conversation myself and my significant other. Um, are having now, and we actually went to a preparing for marriage class, seven weeks of it. And it was like the most helpful, therapeutic, amazing uh, classes that I've ever experienced as a couple because it really challenged us. One, to, we had assignments every week, we had to read, we had to answer questions, we had to ask each other questions, we had to share answers. And that really has helped us grow so much in our relationship to where I feel like, and I'm not saying that I didn't trust him before, but that just makes us feel like we're We keep saying like to each other now, like, okay, we got this, like we got this because you feel way more encouraged because you feel like you have a plan. And I believe that if you don't, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Not saying that life is going to be perfect. It's not saying that me and my significant other are just walking around in a bed of roses and, you know, we're like, oh, life is perfect. Life is great. No, we have our hiccups. I've seen him go through two car accidents um, and I've helped him, you know, through those those uh, tough times. Um, He's seen you know me go through Some financial situations We've seen each other in different phases um, throughout, Throughout this relationship And I will say That ultimately We stuck it out we stuck together We supported each other um, and you want to be with someone who supports you and who, someone who does not tear you down. You know. And that's really you know, the difference, I would say, with being in this particular relationship, that I'm with someone who actually builds me up and not tears me down. And so when you're in a relationship that tears you down, run for your life, okay? And I'm speaking from a place where I have been in past relationships that were abusive, uh, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, I've been in relationships that were tough, and people tried to tear me down. And I would say, run for your life, get out. That's not healthy, that's not normal. You want to be with someone who's positive and who's um, spewing positivity onto you and sees your potential and and motivates you. I would say that truly, my significant other he makes me better, and that's really what you want when you're thinking when you're seriously dating. You want someone who brings out the best in you and not a person where you you're dating them and you're like, I'm not even myself anymore. I lost myself. You want to be even better, so make sure when you're dating, you take that self awareness that. Uh, Carrie Ann encourages us to do from her self growth um, company is to make sure you're actually digging deep and you're checking yourself and saying, Am I happy? You know, not that someone's supposed to always make you happy, but do you have good times with them? You know, do you guys have same vision, you know, or a similar vision and just continue to really self reflect because you don't have to walk down the aisle with that person, you know, just because it's been five years or because it's been 10 years or because it's you've lived together for two years and you don't want to start all over no it's okay if, if it, it's about your happiness and the rest of your life I'd rather you start over and find the person who's meant for you and then be stuck in a relationship or marry someone who you're not meant to marry so I would say truly um, do this the tough conversations and see how he responds to that like if he feels like he's backed in the corner and in, in the corner and can't talk about that that's to me that's a red flag but the beauty of the relationship that I'm in now is that we're. we're. Able to talk about any and everything and support each other and pray for each other and lift each other up. So That will be my advice is find someone who has those similar qualities. Thank you so much, ladies. You were amazing. They're not only um, my guests on the show, but they're my friends in real life. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Thank you both uh, to Larissa and uh, Carrie Ann. Do you guys want to share social media handles or business social media handles so people can follow and see how amazing both of you are?
2: Sure. Um, You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, my handle is self-growth coaching um, so we can also my website it's under construction right now but it'll be back up it's www.selfgrowthcoaching.com and uh, I also wanted to plug that I'm getting ready to start a program a 12 week uh, coaching program that I'm going to send Woo-hoo! some information out and in June June Father's Day weekend I'm going to have my first uh, retreat Yay! in the book so that information will be also out on the website soon too so, I got a couple things going on this year. Um, so, hopefully, you'll be able to, you know, uh, join me. I know it's Father's Day weekend, ladies, but sometimes we still need to take some time for ourselves, let him have the kids, and you can just kind of go, away it's Father's Day weekend. <laughs> so, the rest
1: of Yes, uh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook um, at Larissa Lee. That's L-O-R-I-S-A-L-E-I-G-H. And then you can also find me at LarissaLee.com. If you're looking to transition to plant based, you know, get that healthy food in, get that nice healthy glow, get snatched, right? Physical health, spiritual health. Hey. Come see me.
2: I'll be a testament <laughs> to that. I did do Larissa's <laughs> program uh, two years ago. Yeah, I guess Yeah, so. about more than about, yeah, two years ago. Um, well, and you're my so- friend. They're not going to believe you.
1: You were, oh, you, were, no. you, were you were you were that close then. We were that
2: very close then. I haven't yeah, been known yeah. for
3: like
0: three I know, months. I know. So I was
2: kidding. No. I'll <laughs> just tell it real. And she has pictures of me on her Facebook or no. on her website.
0: And I can attest that I did see the Yeah, difference. so there
2: was before and after <laughs> pictures of me. I think I'm in like a blue sweatpants with a red shirt. So believe it or not, you might not see my face on there, but you'll see the <laughs> results. So this is a live, true testimony that her stuff works. I lost 15 pounds in a month on her cleanse. And then I was a person that did not like vegetables before her program. I became a vegetarian after (laughs) her program. Now I'm eating, I was eating nothing but vegetables for like eight months. I have just started incorporating a little bit of fish back into my diet, but I was literally, it was longer than that, that I was a straight vegetarian, close vegan, I did a little bit of cheese on some things. I just couldn't give up my macaroni and cheese. That was the only time I did cheese. And
0: she makes bomb macaroni and cheese. And <laughs> so,
2: I do I do huge testimony her programs work and oh, she thank you. She will give you uh, she came close to giving me the six-pack that I never had since I was 16, <laughs> but because I started eating sugar and cheese is why I never got there. But she really does do a great program, and she does it. it's a well-rounded program. It's not just uh, physical. It's also about your mental um, your well-being, so I will be a huge testimony to that. as
0: you hear these ladies are amazing so make sure you go follow them keep up with everything that they're doing and make sure you support 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 because they dropped so many gems um, into your life tonight and i want you to make sure that you now support them and what they're doing as well so definitely stay in touch and i thank you so much for listening to mogul talk with darcell Lari. and until next time see you guys now, don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I'll be bringing you a new episode every week. Also, don't forget to follow your host, your girl, Darcell Laurie, on IG, at Darcel World. And, of course, you know I love hearing from you, so make sure that you send all your questions, topics, even guests that you would love to hear from at mobile talk Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Mobile Talk with Darcel Laurie, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. Make sure to join us next week for another great episode. Until then, continue to talk and live like a mogul.